Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. We are celebrating today the completion of three years of Tent Talk podcast. Thank you for having been with me in all of these episodes. But now we step into this fourth year and we step in in that same stride, the stride of his slow fire. Here we are living under the big tent of God's presence and we are learning of him and his way of life and seeing it spread to his church, to his sons, to his people. Oh, my friends, stay with him and stay with us here on Tent Talk. Take a listen to today's episode, and I think you will be encouraged that even though it is a new year and we're in the same stride, there is much that God is taking us into. So listen up, and I'm so glad that we're in this together here on Tent Talk Podcast. Hey, everybody. New year, same stride. This is our third anniversary of Tent Talk. In 2019, on January 3rd, we launched out, and I'm not sure that I was in total faith that we would make it to this point, but faith has to have feet put to it, right? So every day we have simply continued to walk towards God and walk towards you so that hopefully you could begin to connect with him on a deeper level. Because here at Tent Talk, we believe that God is pitching the tent of his presence wherever he can find people and places who are willing to let him come and live and do it his way. So welcome to the launching out of our fourth year, because when it is your third anniversary, you're celebrating the completion of three years. So those three years are finished and we're stepping into that fourth year. So I'm so glad for those of you that have been with us all the way through, those of you that are new, those of you that have been here intermittently, those of you that have been consistent, we are just glad that we are in this together. And these words, New Year, Same Stride, have come to me recently because though the calendar has shifted and we are in 2022 The stride is the same. It is the slow fire of God, the slow fire. And we will not apologize for moving in his pace. We're going to stay with him. If he quickens the pace, we'll go with him. But I can assure you the fire is still going to be burning strong and slow within when it comes to the true forming of Christ inside of you and me. And this is so very important that we stay with him in these days. Very important that we remain with him and what he is doing in us and then through us. You see, abiding is his way of life. It is not just for the radical or the deep. It is the norm of being his. And I am Uh, so pressed by him within that 
I'm, I'm, you know, looking at things and listening, you know, am I staying with him in my assignment, in the focus? Um, it's not to be, um, you know, everything to everybody and try to be like everyone else. It's to stay on assignment in what he has given, in what he has put within, what he is saying. That's what I want to say. And he may be saying something else in another way through others, but I'm not called to be a parrot and sound like others. I am not called to try to be different. I'm just simply called to hear him uh, for myself and then to pass that on. There is a statement that has stayed with me for many years. I want to give credit to whom credit is due. I read it in a book by James Gall years and years ago, but I'm not sure it was original with James Gall. He may have heard it from someone else, but it has stayed with me because at the time in my immaturity, I think I was trying to be a little too original, too snazzy. You know, I wanted to stand out from the crowd, all of those things. But when I read this statement, it began to transform me within to adapt more and more to what it is the Father desires. The statement was this, God is not looking for anyone to be original. He is original. What he's looking for is for those in every generation who will be a succession of his wisdom. Ooh, that struck me so, so deep is he's looking for those who will be a voice, those who will be the very message that they preach. They are the thing that they preach. In every generation, he's looking for those who will say what he's saying, do what he is doing. And when I heard that, it broke off of me uh, what I would say was an unholy desire uh, to be original. Now, God does not um, tell us to not be ambitious. He doesn't say that we, we shouldn't want to be great. He says, but if you want to be great, here is how. And um, we don't want anything of selfish ambition upon it. We don't want anything upon um, our life, our assignment, our interactions with others that has self all over it. We want the, the purity and the strength and the stoutness um, of, of the life of Christ within us to mark everything. And so realizing that there have been those of every age and generation and gender throughout the ages that God um, has called it to himself, and then they were ruined for the ordinary. And they became his man, his woman. And this is what I long for within myself. And he's put that within me. That doesn't originate with me, but it is within that life. And it is within that, that when he hits that tuning fork and he, he begins to tune a man or a woman to himself, this is what begins to happen. This is why only certain things will resonate. Only certain things will be relevant, right? And so when you are here on Tent Talk and something you hear resonates with you, that is a part of why is because you may be headed in that same direction on that same type of assignment. 
But whatever your assignment is, do not get it confused with your calling. You are called to him. Jesus said, come to me. He told Peter in John 21, you follow me. You see, the call is always to himself. Giftings are what is going to be utilized, your skill sets, if you will, in reaching others, building others. And your assignment, my friends, can change. It could be at a particular location. It could be particular geography, a particular nation, a particular organization, a job, a a city, a town, a nation, a region. But assignments can shift and change. I don't mean to say that God will be wishy-washy and it is just with the wind and it's here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, We are those who are of a steadfast God and therefore we will be steadfast in our assignments. But they can shift and change. But do not be confused that assignment and calling are the same. You're forever called to Him. And that will happen whether you appear useful to others or not. You are always necessary to God. God loves you, and he's calling you to himself. But as Tent Talk launches out into this fourth year, we simply want to mark it uh, by saying, New Year, same stride, slow fire. In the redefining of discipleship, for if ever there is a time that the sons of God need to hear the voice of the Father, they need the power of the cross of the Son, to the finished work to be released inside of them. So many times, and I want to be careful about this because I do not say this in just being a negative and and being critical, but it's catching my attention so many times online When people are saying, I need help, and they say it to a social media personality or a celebrity or or whatever, that person is saying, you need to get a therapist. I'm wondering, why are we not saying, you need to be discipled? So why are we not being sent to people who are disciples, who can disciple within our local churches? Is that not the commission of the church? Why cannot a believer get into a church and find him in the way that they need to find him? I'm, I'm, it's not, I mean, look, if your therapist is a disciple and they disciple you, okay, all right? But does that have to cost you $275 an hour? Does that mean that if you cannot afford a therapist, that you cannot step into the priceless privilege of being discipled within your own local church? I am putting out a call in this fourth year. I am putting out a call to the core five-fold ministry leadership. I know they are out there. Some of you don't even know yet. I'm talking to you. Are you someone who's getting ready to become an outpost of this work, of discipleship, of sonship? Are are you getting ready to be prepared and equipped in a way that you finally realize maybe you're a part of the fivefold ministry within your local church? And then there are fivefold ministry gifts who are, you know, to the body at large. Whatever the case may be, I'm not really even looking at the titles. I'm looking at the function and the production of of where is it 
that one can go to. You know, there was an old quote that used to say, you know, where can a man go in this town to be saved? Well, where can a person go to to be discipled? Why isn't it in those local churches that burn with an inner fire that may not be visible to the naked eye, but when you step in, ooh, the fire, the abiding fire within the house of God, right, begins to begins to touch off the abiding life within. That person begins to shed self by the finished work of the cross and by the power of Holy Spirit, they begin to be ignited within, not just with a zeal that'll burn away eventually, but a slow, steady fire of his life. Where are these people in these places? Oh, I know they're out there because I know that God has prepared them and I know that what he's put within me is not to bring something to people in places that they don't have. Ah, but I can bring development to that which he's already put within them. So I know that this clarion call that God is quickening in me still has to it the steady urgency of the slow fire and that this discipleship is the missing link within the house of God. And this has to happen, and it is. And the schools that I am getting ready to release in 2022, not all of them are brick and mortar. Not all of them will be, um, you know, just large classrooms of 200. How many people can I get on my, you know, challenge or whatever? Is that, no, I'm going to hear from them and I'm going to say, okay, this is what that's going to look like. This is what I can offer to you. This is the door that I can open to you. And uh, that that's a major part of what I'm stepping into in the slow fire. And because we cannot just talk about this. There, there is a doing that begins to slowly erupt. It's like a volcano that continues to erupt and erupt, and it's the slow lava, you know. It's the outpouring, and it's not going to bring destruction. It's going to build his house, his house, his church, his people. I want to say to you, if you are watching a leader that you trusted, if you're watching them fall and disintegrate, my friends, this is necessary. If they've been in hidden sin, I recently heard just within the last day or two of a major leader uh, here in our our you know area, Houston area, uh, that has had to say, you know, I was in an affair. I, I want to say to you. The same thing that I say to myself is thank God that which has been hidden and destroying them by their own hand. Thank you, God, that the exposure has come, that now there is the opportunity for purging, cleansing, and restoring them, not to ministry, but to the Father. You see, these are my schools of restoration. I don't know who's going to walk through those doors, but I want that door to be ready to be opened. And this is a huge part of what's about to happen. I want you to have a proper attitude that I know you may be grieved, 
But we must understand that when the exposure comes, just as it had to come in my own life many, many years ago, you've read about it in the book. If you haven't read my book, From Trauma to Trust, get it and read it and be encouraged that when the fire of God first has to come to purge and to expose, it's because we would not expose it to God. It's because we did not bring ourselves to Him in our need, in our anger, in our indulgence, in our bitterness. And it found a way, right, in our hidden private life. And God came to us in His goodness and we refused Him. He might have even sent others to us and we refused them. And therefore, the circle of exposure had to be enlarged. And if there is public exposure right now of, of pastors of large churches or pastors of small congregations or maybe in your own life, listen to me carefully. Get to the abiding fire of the Father because the exposure is what's going to bring the potential of real freedom. See, the trouble was not in that it got exposed. The trouble was already present. Exposure is what's going to give opportunity for real freedom to break in. But what my concern is, is that when it gets exposed, they're going to still be offered a sub, a substandard, a, another fountain of healing that is not him. And therefore, the cross is not going to have the opportunity to cut to the point that a son to the father is going to be produced on the other side. You're going to have some healed person uh, who got so deep into therapy, right? But it doesn't produce a son. Only the cross produces sons to the father. And please don't be negative in what I'm saying that somehow I'm just, oh, I'm against therapy. Like I said earlier, if your therapist is a disciple and is going to lead you to the cross and to the, well, praise God. But if it's therapies that bring the cleverness of man once again to ailments, my friends, that only can be dealt with by the cross, that produce on the other side what the Father is after, this is what we must have. This is what we must have to produce for the Father what He's after. And I pray that if right now you're going through a grievous, devastating blow because you find yourself becoming cynical about what's happening in the body of Christ, I want you to understand it has to first be exposed. The measure of the exposure is usually indicative of the fact that the person would not listen to the hidden counsel that God brought. And therefore, the only way to, to, to bring that person uh, to repentance was going to be by that exposure. Now, they can still resist, trust me. We can still be hardened, as Hebrews 3.13 says. We can be so hardened by sin, the power of sin, that uh, we get so deep down in the beast of uh, that you can't get out except by the cross, and that can eventually happen. But these are not these are not trifling things. These are not just oh behaviors. I got caught in an affair. No, you got caught in self, and you scammed another person and used them for your own self. We got to get really clear. See, we. Because until we say what the problem really is according to God, we don't really take hold of God's solution. 
So I want you to hear me clearly. The, the leaders, the sons that are about to be on the front lines are getting prepared right now. And that could be you. It could be people that you have followed. Listen, we've got to be ready. And the slow fire is what's going to produce for the Father what he's after. So my friends, you may think, Nancy, I didn't see this podcast going there. Well, stay with me because it's a new year, same stride. The slow fire of God. He's been getting ready people. He is now getting them uh, further ready. He's going to open you up. He's going to open up people around you. And there have to be avenues, people and places where they can go. I know that God is preparing houses, churches, houses, families, marriages, people, disciples, sons, ministries on every level that are going to be able to receive people and bring them into the slow fire. I will not hold your feet to the fire, but you can bring your feet to the slow fire and then bring your whole being to that fire. And others that have been transformed by that slow fire can sit with you, can walk with you. But nobody, my friends, is going to drag your feet to the fire. If you find yourself in sin, call me. If you find yourself in a place and you're still trying to handle it on your own, email me. Connect with somebody that God has put in your life that knows Him and the power of His cross. Quit trifling with other fountains and come to this one. But God is getting people ready for you and for all others. And then He's getting you ready for others that will come your way. And this is... Tent Talk, where we are under the big tent of God's presence, learning of Him and His way of life and passing it on. And this podcast is meant to provoke you into a new year, yes, but the same stride, the same fire. And He is going to have what His heart has always desired in His people, in His church, and I believe in His world and in nations. And that is what Nancy McCready Ministries exists for. And Tent Talk is one avenue of proclaiming that, of producing that. So thank you for having been with us for these three years. Now let's step into this new year, but the same stride, the same slow fire of discipleship. My friends, we need him. And we need what he is doing. And we need each other. So here we go. Thank you for being with me today as we celebrate, as we celebrate him, his faithfulness, his goodness, which is what is going to produce our greatness, our sound, our influence, our impact has everything to do and is in direct proportion to the measure that we are with him. So I love you all. Let's tap in together to him and let's connect together. I love you all. I will talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.